Welcome back. This is the Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer, 1017TheHammer.com. Uh, we're going to go over. Don't forget, I do have tickets for you to win a little bit later on in the show. Purdue versus Wright State on Tuesday in men's basketball. We'll give you a chance to win those coming up. Let's go on over to the Hammerhead Hotline. Let's bring in Sam King, Lafayette Journal and Courier. Uh, always does a tremendous job covering especially high school sports, but so much more. And uh, he's always gracious enough to hang out with us on most Fridays. Sam, how are you, buddy? I'm doing very well. Uh, also, had to break out the winter coat today, so um, I guess it is that time of year. There's been enough football that's gone on long enough that, you know, it's a good thing when you have to start wearing winter coats to football games because that means you're playing deep into the season. I did see a guy at lunch today with a, a winter coat on, but still had to have the shorts on. There's always got to be one of those uh, one of those guys out there, isn't there? That would be the Kelly Kitchell um, <laughs> dress coat model, I think, because I don't know if I've ever seen him wear pants. You know what though? There's a reason why Kitch doesn't wear pants though. I because he's he's a big guy. He's 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 got the warmth. This guy was like he clearly skips leg day. I don't know how he was getting away with it, but it is what it is. So tonight we're out at LaRocca Field. Uh, I know you'll be out there recovering the game between Cecina and uh, Central Catholic, the, the last area team that is uh, still in the hunt for a state championship. Uh, I know the Sagarin uh, kind of gives maybe what like a two touchdown or a two score. Uh, margin here towards Cecina. Uh, it's very fortunate that uh, Central Catholic gets to play this one at home because in talking to some of the coaches and stuff, it seems like this is a pretty good Cecina team with a great pass rush. Yeah, the, if you look at their numbers, this team has an outstanding defense. Uh, shutouts, I think, four of the last six opponents that they've played. Uh, six shutouts on the season. Nobody scores a bunch of points against them. So, um, you know, that's for what Central Catholic does, um, you're basically matching strength on strength, where you've got West Lafayette's kind of quick pass game, um, you know, take that drop and, and get the ball out of your hands and get it to a playmaker. And then on the other side, you have Sofina that is going to come after your quarterback. So um, you're going to see which one of those kind of prevails. And um, I think the interesting thing to look at is just the, um, you know, over the course of the game, the, the changes and alterations that, each coach makes to counter the other um, because there's going to be moments where uh, Central Catholic probably is struggling on offense, and there's going to be moments where, um, you know, Safina probably struggles on defense, and um, it's just going to be a matter of trying to find, you know, maybe one play that can give you that, that big play uh, and give you an edge. Uh, it was kind of that way uh, probably in Central Catholic's favor that they were in a game exactly like that last week where it was, Every touchdown was matched by the other team, and it's going to be a matter of who makes that big play. And uh, sure enough, Central Catholic made three straight by all by the same kid. Yep. Um, linebacker Andrew Klein on defense. He gets uh, a big sack on third down that they punt. Central Catholic scores. Then he gets a strip on the next play. Central Catholic scores. And then he gets a strip on the next play. And Central Catholic scores, and that's a 21-point game. And that was the, the difference in the game, 56-35. So um, you're going to have to find that that momentum-changing moment probably in this game. I don't imagine it will be 56-35 to 35 by any means. This will definitely be a game played in the teens or low 20s, I would imagine. How do they keep doing it, Sam, in your estimation? I mean, like, you know, Kevin O'Shea just had a, an insane run of talent uh, back there at, uh, you know, 09, 010, 11, you know, just tremendous run of kids at, the, at all the crucial positions. I know they had a uh, you know that down year with uh, Collier at the uh, helm, but then Brian Nay comes in, 
and gets it right back up to, you know, they're contending. They're in regionals and semi-states now very consistently, even though they're up in the two-way. They're still able to do it again. Uh, how are they doing it? Uh, is it just, I don't think you can throw it up and saying it's a, really it's a weak sectional or anything like that. How are they consistently uh, playing in November, you think? Um, to be honest, this team is really good um, for a Class A, Class 2A team. When you get to the top tier 3A programs like a West Lafayette, maybe uh, there's mismatches. Um, a lot of that comes in the trenches where um, Central Catholic's offensive line is, you know, a bunch of six foot two, 220-pound guys, and then there's one guy that actually probably looks like he would be an offensive lineman um, at, at a larger school, um, size-wise anyway, so... Um, yeah, I think when you get down into the, to the lower tiers and you've played 2A, 3A schools all year, you expect to have success because you've seen, you know, what the competition is like that's, that's much better than you and where you have to get better at. And then you, you go the whole season and just work on those things. But um, this team is really good. I, I mean, this team probably would beat the team that won state two years ago, I, I think. Um, and a lot of the kids are the same, so I don't know how you would have Clark Barrett quarterback in both sides or whatever, but... Um, I think there's more talent across the board on this team. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just a lot of those guys are playmakers. It's, it's Baylor Smith at running back. It's um, Ty Bushy at receiver. It's Evan Dean Hart at receiver. It's Alex Harderbeck at receiver. Owen Munn at receiver. Um, that's why their offense has been so proficient is because they've got such depth, um, especially at the receiver position. And then they've got a running back to really come into his own this year, and they have a three-year starting senior quarterback. So, um, they're going to score points, and they're going to figure out defenses no matter what they're going up against. Um, their defense has gotten a lot better over the course of the season. I, it's funny because after week four, I, I think I wrote uh, an article, maybe it was after week five, about how the defense is, I didn't want to say letting, letting the team down, but they were giving up a lot of points. And, um, you know, when you're losing games that are high scoring, um, it's hard to blame the offense for that. And then flip the switch and, you know, three, four straight games where it was just wiped out defense. And I think that has carried over into the postseason. And uh, as crazy as it is to say, they won a 56-35 to 35 game last week because of their defense. And they're doing that with, what, a defensive coordinator that is what, 21? I think he can finally get into a, a bar to have a victory drink uh, if he wants to. I mean, a guy that didn't have like a ton of experience, that Brian Nay took him under his wing, and I, look what they're doing. Coach Brian Fogel, I think, has done a tremendous job with his defense. And you, you just don't see somebody his age uh, excelling like he is right now. Yeah, he had some experience um, when he uh, took the job, and it was a situation where the previous defensive coordinator, Max Gooden, um, who looked like he was probably 18 years old, yeah. <laughs> um, and a lot of people thought he was one of the players when, when they would run out on the field. Um, he went from year one to year two and really did a lot of great things, and that's what kind of got them that state championship, and then he goes to Decatur Central, and obviously they had a, a very fine season, lost the sectional championship last week that I don't think anyone will fault them for, but that created an opening where it's like, all right, we need a guy. And um, I know there were a couple of names that were um, considered, and then it was like, you know, we, we've got a guy that, that's here that uh, we think can probably do the job pretty well, and um, it turned out to be a good fit, um, especially once – I think the thing that hurt them early in the season was, one, the schedule was so difficult that you're trying to play a lot of first-time varsity players in a defense that's still fighting its footing, and you're going to make mistakes. Um, but once they got it going, 
they really got it going. But two, like I mentioned, it was some new guys. It was you know you have seniors who had never played varsity football before, and now you're asking them to go out and um, be key players for this defense. And over the course of the season, they have become that. But uh, early in the season, you know maybe there's a lack of confidence or just maybe um, uncertainty with you know am I capable of doing this? Um, various reasons probably why it wasn't working early on. But, um, yeah, I think that uh, you're going to see two great defenses uh, battle it out tonight in a game that's going to be a slugfest that might be a, a, you know, who has a better field goal kicker type situation. Talking with Sam King of the Journal and Courier on the Hammerhead Hotline. I, I do want to pivot to another big piece of uh, uh, recent uh, high school football um, knowledge here is that Ken Frahiger, uh finally stepping away from uh, the McCutcheon program and, and stepping down. Uh, what have you heard about that? What have you heard about what the future is going to be? I, I know we kind of speculated maybe this is uh, Josh Strasser's job. Um, you know, a lot of people thought that was going to be the case after he left uh, Delphi and came over uh, to work at McCutcheon. But uh, my sense was this is going to get opened up in some way, shape, or form. And uh, this wasn't, you know, specifically handed to another person. What have you heard? What have you heard from Ken Frahiger? What have you heard about the uh, future of that position over there? Yeah, and this was, um, it was not a surprise. This had been rumored, or you know, probably rumored because it was known internally somewhere um, that this was coming. So you know, it did not catch me by surprise by any means. Um, you know, he's he's only fifty eight years old, but he's fortunately for him in a situation where. He can afford to retire, and, um, you know, when you do this for almost four decades like he did, you miss out on a lot of time with your wife. You, you know, your kids have to understand that there's going to be things that you just can't be, be at, and now he gets to um, enjoy having a grandkid, um, probably spend more time with his wife, probably spend more time with the golf course, which is another passion of his. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm sure that... Um, you know, he's going to definitely miss football, but he's going to enjoy having some freedom. Um, as far as moving forward, uh, the way that high school football works this day and age, and you're allowed to do spring workouts and, you know, you do all the off-season conditioning, you don't really get in a situation where you can sit back and, you know, wait for the state finals to end and then start taking applicants and then go through a, a rigorous uh, process of weeding out applications and then these are 10 people we want to interview and these are the five we're going to bring back and that becomes a long process if you go that route um and you know some schools will do it that way um i don't think mccutcheon is probably going to take that approach they would rather um you know get somebody in there for the, the spring anyway that um the kids know okay this is our system moving forward this is what we're going to work on and kind of hit the ground running once you get to summer workouts uh right now uh, Josh Strasser, he previously mentioned, and Brian Craig, who has spent the last couple of years as the offensive coordinator and as a teacher in the school and works with their strength program. Uh, they are the co-interim head coaches, which I don't know if that means, you know, here's your, your trial period, here's your tryouts, whatever it is. Uh, we're going to let you both kind of see how, see how you operate and manage things as a, a co-head coach. Um, I know they were going to talk to the players that will be returning, about their thoughts. Um, so I would imagine that um, this will be something that won't be, uh, you know, a very long process, that we'll know something here after Christmas break, uh, shortly after I would think, um, what direction this program is going to go moving forward. 
Sam King of the Lafayette Journal and Courier here on our Hammerhead Hotline. Sam, it's always a pleasure. I'm not gonna blow. I'm just. I'm not gonna blow up uh, your spot on this, but um, I, I was told maybe to keep an eye out on the Twitter here this evening because uh, there there might be a whole lot of stuff happening, including high school football. Um, you, you just go ahead and blink if that's correct. Go ahead. Yeah, um, I would say maybe 5 p.m. Shortly after 5 p.m., there's some um, big high school basketball news within the county. Um, if people want to look out for that, but that's as far as I can go with that situation right now, and I'm not even sure if everything's officially finalized in, in this uh, certain situation yet. So, um, yeah, I don't want to get too much more into it, but um, it, it's pretty big news, I would say. Um, it's you know, more than I thought. Quite, it's more than I thought not, you were going to divulge. I was just like, hey, listen, there's going to be some news. I would just pay attention, but you're really selling this thing. <laughs> well, uh, I always enjoy when I have a story coming that, um, you know, I think that a few people will know about it once it uh, comes out, but not many. So, All right. Well, I'm looking forward to reading about that. Sam King, Lafayette Journal and Courier. My friend, always a pleasure. Uh, I'll see you out there at La Rocca Field tonight, all right? I can't wait. Uh, enjoy your uh, boisterous um, enthusiasm. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. I, maybe I'll go viral this week. If I fall out, if I talk about falling out of my chair, maybe I'll go viral this week. We'll see what happens, all right? <laughs> Sounds good. Take care, buddy. All right, we got a break. We'll come back, and we will give you a chance here in a little bit to uh, win Purdue versus Wright State men's basketball tickets. But Brian Nay is up next from the Central Catholic Knights here on the Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer and 1017 The Hammer.